1: So be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm Keegan and I'm Madigan and you're listening to your Your angry Angry neighborhood Neighborhood feminist
1: Feminist. this is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives in case you didn't know hi hi and this is the second episode of the night that we're recording and we're gonna say that a lot because that's what we're doing from now on and I'm pretty sure people can
0: tell because we're talking at like a mile a minute (laughs) this is not the normal easing you into an episode Well,
1: because it's also like We just did the spiel and everything before, so we're like, okay, let's just keep this going. Hop to it. It's
0: also 10.30 on a Tuesday night.
1: 10.30 on a Tuesday. Um, So we're doing a mini episode, which, in case you don't know what that is, we're going to tell you stuff that happened in the news. We're going to talk to you about our opinions about it. We might even throw in a few listener stories here and there. Yeah, you know. Here, there,
0: everywhere. All the things. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm about to go into something so depressing. I can't. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we always start with the worst. That's Hurricane I
1: Florence. I can't. Oh my god! I can't go into this like laughing. Okay. Okay. Yes, we start with the worst. So, Hurricane Florence is going on right now in North Carolina. I I'm not going to get too into the nitty gritty of any specific stories involving it. I just want to bring it to everybody's attention. So I'm going to give you guys some good bullet points here. Uh, Hurricane Florence made landfall on North Carolina coast on Friday with 90 mile per hour winds, which is bonkers. At least 25 deaths have been linked to the storm in North Carolina and six in Southern Carolina, one in Virginia from a tornado that related to the storm. That's too many deaths. Uh,
0: yes, it is.
1: That's 32. <sighs> Hello,
0: in climate change. Um,
1: but global warming doesn't exist. And climate change doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it's. It makes me really angry, and, like, I, of course, uh, Hurricane Florence and the situation happening there deserves its own attention, completely separate of this, but the Trump administration has made it very easy to kind of compare and contrast their reaction. Their reaction to this has been bad, first of all. And they have defunded FEMA um, to fund ICE, yeah, to give more funding to ICE, so first of all, that's fucked up. First oh, yeah. of all, that's fucked up. And then secondly, you have Trump right before this hurricane touchdown talking about what Puerto a great Rico. job he did in Puerto Rico and how yeah. the Dems are lying about the 3,000 deaths. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, yeah, and how he did such an incredible job. So don't worry about Hurricane Florence. It's gonna be fine. It's
1: like, but three thousand deaths. But he's, but
0: he's like, that's a lot. I mean, it's revisionist history in real time, which is really scary and fucked up.
1: It's incredibly fucked up. But if
0: I lived in the Carolinas and I was hearing that, it certainly wouldn't make me feel any better. Yeah. Yeah, No. No.
1: Exactly. Uh, Florence brought record rainfall, which could produce more than forty inches of rain. And apparently, Trump is visiting on Wednesday.
0: I can't wait to see what Melania
1: wears. Can't wait. Oh my wait. god, the fucking jacket that she wore? Well, every time, like when
0: she went to visit the hurricane in Houston, and she showed up in like high heels and a FLOTUS hat. Yeah. Do you remember that? And yeah. then she went to visit Puerto Rico and wore that stupid fucking jacket. So let's see what she shows up in to North well, Carolina. Well, no, the
1: jacket was when she... Uh, oh, sorry, that was the detainees. This, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Either way, woman does not know how to show up in a crisis. No,
1: does not understand. Um, it's, it's her own personal. She, does she not have a stylist? I like, think these she people does. Have someone that dresses them every day. She like, does. It just seems so deliberate. It's fucked up. It
0: is. It's super fucked up, and she treats it as her own like fucking tragedy runway show. Yeah. So,
1: so that's all I really have on it right now because I just wanted to bring it to people's attention. There's so many stories involving Hurricane Florence that I could get into, but uh, w- this is supposed to be a mini episode, and we have you know
0: a couple other things to touch on. On. Yeah, I um, just wanted to But just to in know. general, like, yeah, keep your eye on that. And just 3,000 people died in Puerto Rico. And mm-hmm. don't let anybody fucking tell you otherwise. Don't buy into this fucking 1984 shit that we're living in where we just make things up because it suits us, which is what Trump is doing. So don't be fooled by that. And I know that most of our listeners wouldn't be uh, taken in by something like that. But the fact that it's happening at all is very scary. So... Just be aware. Just be aware.
1: So today, uh, T was like... Basically, he asked if everybody dies. I said yes. He's like, "What happens when you die?" And I was telling, "Well, some people have religion. They believe in heaven and hell. Some people believe in reincarnation, which is like you come back as other things. And some people just believe when you die, you die." And I told him that, like reincarnation, like if you're a bad person, maybe you'll come back as like a cockroach. And he's like, "Donald Trump's gonna come back as a cockroach, and then you're gonna smash him, and you're gonna kill him, and then he's never gonna come back." And I was just like, "Listen, I'm not Damn, saying, son. <laughs> I'm not
0: saying you're right." <laughs> But I'm not saying you're wrong Wrong. either.
1: No. And I was like, I'd like to come back as a dog.
0: I was going to say I would like to come back as a cat because cats just do what the fuck they want. I mean,
1: that's the same with dogs, too. Like, Dorothy today is like, I'm going to go under this bookcase, and this is where I'm going to live for the next six hours. Yeah, man.
0: I appreciate them. I appreciate them. I have such a love for, I mean... Love for dogs, too, but I have still love for cats because they're just so like, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and that's that's it. yeah. um, okay. So the thing that I have is, just because it's been kind of in the news in my face lately, yeah. is Brett Kavanaugh, yeah, we are still pending his confirmation. The confirmation hearings have happened, but he has not been confirmed into the Senate yet. However, there is a woman who has come forward with accusations recently. She wanted to remain anonymous originally. Um, Senator Feinstein got an anonymous letter from a woman claiming that he attempted to rape her in high school. Um, so she, so she wanted to remain anonymous, but a BuzzFeed reporter found her. she She's a teacher or something. And she figured that her information was going to come out anyway. So it really sucks. Yeah. But she was kind of like... Bullied, not bullied, but she was kind of yeah. strong-armed mm-hmm. into. She could either come out on her terms or on someone else's terms. So mm-hmm. she uh, came out. Her name is Christine
1: Blazy Ford. I have a little something about that particular. Yeah. Going.
0: Okay. So her allegation is that they were at a party together. Uh, he was drunk, and he attempted to rape her. And this was so traumatic for her that she. Um, sought counseling for it. She sought therapy for it in 2012 when she told her husband. So she has that amount of proof that she went to, I mean, she's presenting that as yeah. like proof that she went to a therapist. Brett Kavanaugh's response to this has been to, very quickly, him and his team were able to compile a list of women from high school, 65 women, who <laughs> It's so stupid. I can barely, like, get it out of my mouth. 65 women who went to high school with him is what I thought he said, said that he didn't rape them, so he must be fine, right? Like, I don't, no, like, that's what he, they're saying. So. I do
1: I can't. Right. I mean, it makes,
0: it just, it truly makes no sense. He, and also, the, the speed with which they came out with this document, I'm like, did you have that shit on the ready? <laughs> like, you guys were ready to be like, look at all these women who says he's not a rape, like, he didn't rape them, so it's fine. Like, I saw the equivalency of someone being like, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's defense being like, here's all the people he did He didn't <laughs> eat.
1: You know what I mean? It's just like that. That's not how that works, dude. Like, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing because I'm imagining Jeffrey Dahmer's defense attorney being like, "You're he didn't eat you." Yeah, so like uh, obviously, clearly he's not a he's not a people
0: eater. If he didn't do that, is Um, he purple? He's not a purple people eater. I rest my case. Um... But, but, yeah, so th- that's what they've basically said, is yeah. that, like... But also, on top of that, Brett Kavanaugh went to an all-boys school, so uh, these were just girls who... It's come into question whether or not these girls even knew him in high school. They all went to different high schools, so it's... I mean, it's, they
1: could just put names down. Yeah, it's... Like, it's, Julie Johnson, Kathy Jacobson. Like, right. Like, these are all very, Very like, common names. Yeah. I'm
0: sure wherever he's from, they had at least two Julie Johnsons. Um, So that was kind of their defense and you can kind of tell in the way that they've gone about this that their defense is going to be like well it was 36 years ago you know and he has kind of said let me see if I can find it Um, uh, he he basically says that he remembers it differently which he's not he's denying that it was a sexual assault but he's not denying that he doesn't know her or that you know this situation in which maybe she quote unquote like conflated something
1: which i think actually kind of helps him in his case because i think people are like oh well he's not he's not saying that something didn't happen he's saying that it that's not how he remembers it
0: right you know? yeah he and he's but he's basically saying that like his drunken recollection is more Is more credible than her recollection. Yeah. So he said, she said, with him being him being the drunken party in this situation, and her.
1: But but people, it goes back to boys will be boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Men are gonna have the upper hand in that situation.
0: Yeah, I mean because uh, it doesn't really matter. However, you remember the situation, it was traumatic enough for her to seek counseling about it, and she. Um, passed a lie detector test. Now, we know that lie detector tests are not always mm, yeah. credible. However, she obviously is showing that she has nothing to hide. She has very little to gain from this. I mean, yeah. she's got people already trying to like dox her and expose her, and people are threatening her already. Right. This is
1: not something that helps your career. It doesn't or make your life, life in easier
0: in no, any way. It really is. Um, there are some people on the right. I know that Lindsey Graham has said that they need to evaluate this before they can confirm Brett Kavanaugh. And um, Kellyanne Conway, weirdly enough, has <clears throat> has said, I think the woman should be heard and not to try and, like, shut her up. Um, to me, I always take all of this with a grain of salt because yeah. I feel like it's um, all just kind of trying to uh, keep it quiet so they can sneak a confirmation in there because they definitely want Brett Kavanaugh in this seat. Um yeah It will be very It will be a very sad day I'm definitely gonna have to go out And get a drink on that day I'll join you When Brett Kavanaugh gets confirmed Because I think he probably still will get confirmed um, Which is really sad and scary But In the time being we have Last this is our life yeah, we have this kind of update, and this is the first time we've ever really, like, talked about right. Brett Kavanaugh uh, on this podcast because we were kind of just waiting for him to be confirmed so we could have a conversation about his record and things right. like that. It has been, I've seen clips of the confirmation hearing, and there are some people who I just want to slow clap, like Kamala Harris, man. She took him to task at the confirmation hearings, and um, so there's there's little, little bright specks, but right. yeah, but okay, yeah. that's all I got for him.
1: I'm gonna talk about the Emmys.
0: Oh, particularly talk to me.
1: the political Emmys. They're the political quips or notions or themes of I, the Emmys this year. I didn't
0: watch it, but Colin I Jost and
1: Michael Che are the hosts, which is amazing. I don't
0: really know who they are. They're the uh, SNL Weekend Update. I
1: don't really watch. SNL. I
0: watched. Okay, never mind. Sorry. They're amazing.
1: Um, but. I'm going to kind of take you through the different things that were seen, heard, experienced at the Emmys that were in uh, political interest. So, Time's Up supported Christine Blasey Ford, uh-huh. who accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault by distributing pins that say, I believe Christine Blasey Ford and I still believe Anita Hall. Oh,
0: awesome. God, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. We should have an entire episode on Anita Hall because... We
1: definitely could. So... That
0: that's basically what's happening all over again. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So this the next one is that Sarah. I have a lot, so I'm just gonna like get yeah, through this. Yeah, burn them out. Sarah Sophie Flicker, an actor and wife of the Glow director Jesse Peretz, wrote "Stop Kavanaugh" on her arm, along with a phone number for the U.S. Capitol switchboard. Jennifer Lewis wore Nike to the red carpet and spoke out in support of Colin Kaepernick, saying, "I am wearing Nike to applaud them for supporting Colin Kaepernick and his protest against racial injustice and police brutality." Jennifer Lewis is on Blackish, and it is amazing. I and I totally—it's funny because I was looking like, "What celebs wore to the red carpet?" Mm-hmm. And I like looked and I saw that she was wearing Nike, and I didn't even have oh, to know. Oh, I, I saw like, that. Yes, yeah. yes, I was like, yes, I yes. I see queen. You. I see you, girl. Snaps. Evan Rachel Wood brought Amanda Nguyen, the author of the Sexual Assault Survivors Rights Act, as her plus one. The opening number, Titus Burgess, referenced men in Hollywood who were accused of sexual assault by singing. Page flip. Banished every creep who broke the law. Now they're serving hard time at that Arizona spa. Yes, we solved it. Won't cut them any slack. They've been waiting nine long months. Now let them all come back. Oh, oh yeah! Referencing
0: a good Louis C.K. reference, I appreciate. I, they
1: said something. Yeah, they were saying that somehow that was a reference to Weinstein too, but I didn't. I didn't have time. Well, to Louis C.K. That. It
0: literally was nine months. Nine months, and yeah. he he came back at his um, at
1: his stand-up that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Che said, the first Emmys were held back in 1949. Things were very different back then. Gas was 17 cents a gallon. A new home cost $7,000. And we all agree that Nazis were bad. I saw
0: that. That was in his opening monologue. That's the only thing I've seen from the Emmys. Oh my god. Michael Che is so fucking funny. That's another one. Like, his stand-up, if you've not seen his stand-up special, I think it was on Netflix. It is so funny. He has a a bit about Black Lives Matter that is Hilarious. Definitely, definitely like, to check it out. catch that. But, yeah, man, I'm, especially having come off our white supremacy episode. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck happened in this yeah. country? Like, when I was a kid, calling someone a Nazi was, like, the biggest insult yeah, you could you give somebody. Yes. And now it's like, it doesn't...
1: Nazis everywhere, guys. Nazis everywhere. We were almost
0: desensitized to the term. Yeah. It's weird. Ugh,
1: gross. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan, who won for...
0: Marvelous, uh, marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. I've
1: never seen it because I don't have Amazon because so I'm a cheap motherfucker, but I want to. She used her speech to educate about the importance of registering to vote. God, and please,
0: guys. Sorry. Please turn out to fucking vote. Please, yeah. please do it.
1: And I, you know, I have not always been the best about that in the past because I'll procrastinate, but I'm, I'm really putting in an effort and I feel like if my... Anxious self can, like, get that shit done. I feel the same. Look, man, I
0: I do not like... Go, like, going to vote is not, like, the most fun thing in the world. But I have gone to every election since Trump. Yeah. Every election. Since before, since before Trump. But, like, definitely after that, I was like, I am not missing an election. And voter turnout has still been really low. And you guys... I know it's not fun, but it literally takes you like twenty minutes. Just go and yeah. Do it.
1: Look at the different um, like go to your nearest. Like mine is actually really not that bad. I walk down there. I Mine's never not have bad to either. Wait, like it's it's really painless. Yeah, mine
0: mine takes max thirty minutes max. Like yeah. usually less than that. Just go, just do it. Please, yeah. please, 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 please. We need you.
1: Also, Ryan Murphy dedicated his award to the LGBT victims of hate crimes, and um. I thought that was really wonderful of him too. As yeah, it's another, another show that I did background on. I did the um, Versace show. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, and uh, Ryan Murphy has been an advocate for uh, L- the LGBTQ community. He had I had a friend who worked on that show, Pose. Yeah, which definitely put a spotlight on that. Um, I like
1: I I don't know about Ryan Murphy as a person.
0: I know someone who knows him who likes him. Okay.
1: Well, I, but I think that the work that he does is, is fantastic. And I I admire it a lot. And I think that he has a very creative, unique mind and, and voice Mm -hmm. that I really appreciate. So, yeah. I mean, bravo. I don't think he's perfect, but bravo. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people who look at these award shows and see these celebrities and it's like, oh, they have to make it so political, and it's this whole thing. And even sometimes for me, it's like, I wonder how sincere it all is, or, you know, is it a gimmick? What's there? You know what I mean? But I think that the fact that it's happening at all is really important, because uh, what was the Oscars where, uh, was it that, like, Marlon Brando won, and they he sent up a Native American woman? Yeah, yeah. Like, that made history. And there are things that – the they know that this is a time where a lot of people are watching. And it's, like, usually about, what are you wearing? Who's wearing – and it's a very, like, meaningless in some way experience right. that they're trying to make meaningful. So instead of looking at, it like, why do we have to make everything political, it's noticing that things that we used to put no meaning into are suddenly having meaning.
0: Right. And you have, you have the ability – as a celebrity, because I was definitely a, a long time ago, like, in the camp of just, like, why are we listening to these people? They, and I still believe that to a certain extent. Like, you don't yeah. have, we shouldn't be listening to Ben Affleck talk about, um, you know. Sexual assault. Oh, well, definitely not <laughs> sexual assault. But, like, I remember we were asking fucking Ja Rule's opinion on mm. on nine eleven at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are certain things where I'm like, that That doesn't make sense. But, but you do
1: have a voice, but, and if you're using your voice For the power of good rather than evil, I applaud
0: you. Right, but there, yeah, there is something to be said about um, the fact that you have a platform, and people are going to turn and look at you, and it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. So, so what you say and what you wear and how you present yourself, like it does matter. Yeah. Um. So, in in that way, I I like that we are seeing even if it's a fad, quote unquote. Just be sincere. I like I like seeing that our award ceremonies mean something. Yeah. you know what I mean, like,
1: and we're we're coming close to a year of a lot of these, you know, the Me Too movement, up and, Times mm-hmm. Up, and the fact that we are still uh, pushing that into the public eye, I think, is really important. And right, great.
0: and um, yeah, and this is just a total aside, but just because we said that about Times Up, uh, Times Up is still making strides, guys. I know that a lot of um, recently a lot of McDonald's workers are going on strike, women who have joined the. It's Me Too McDonald's because a lot of McDonald's women uh, workers have experienced sexual assault in the workplace. I didn't know about that. And they have, you know, escalated their concerns to managers and supervisors and they were not heard. So the Time's Up legal fund is sponsoring or like helping pay for a lot of their legal bills That's to, great. to go up against a corporation That's like great. McDonald's. So so just so you know, like that stuff is still happening. It's not yeah. just slip service. They're not just here to advocate for celebrities. They're here to advocate for the every woman and women who maybe, women and men, who maybe don't have like the financial resources to be able to do that stuff for themselves. Yeah. So That's great. Yeah. Um. Well... I have a 911 so good. I know we are running through it. I'm so proud of us again. Um, me proud too. Mom moment. Me too. I have a 911 story Yay. since we're still in September here. Yes, if you want to hear it.
1: I do.
0: Um my friend Sienna who I went to school with whenever 911 happened, we both lived in Missouri. She chastised me because she told me that counter to what I believed I think we went and picked up my cousins from school but thank
1: you you had a thing on your eye it was thank bothering you.
0: me um, but she told me that they were not actually exclu- uh, 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 they were not actually excused why is that so hard for me to say I don't
1: know From it's 1045 at night yeah. and we've had alcohol
0: yeah they were not <laughs> actually excused from class is what she yeah. told me so um, she was there for the rest of the day so she sent me her 9 11 story. It's, it's pretty okay. short. Um, I was in Miss Brobisky's class writing you a note, she says. <gasps> oh
1: my God. She was, she was writing
0: me a note. She's like,
1: you're sick and I miss you. And I remember
0: Miss Brobisky, she did not like me.
1: She oh looked, no. Yeah,
0: she was, she was not uh, a fan of Keegan.
1: Was she racist? I, bet she I was mean, racist. who
0: knows? Who knows? Her who, son is a little questionable. Who
1: couldn't love Keegan, you guys?
0: I was very cute. She's,
1: she's, you're cute now. Thank you. you. As a kid, it's
0: unbelievable. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Um, So Sienna was in Ms. Brubisky's class uh, writing me a note. None of the teachers were allowed to tell us what was going on, but Ms. B did say that something tragic had happened. Actually, when we all walked into class, the TV was on, but when students started coming in, she rushed to turn it off. I honestly didn't know what was going on until Dad watched the 6 o'clock news that evening. Then, of course, the next few days, the teachers talked to us more about it. In retrospect, I think it's weird that we weren't let out or even told what was going on. Willard doesn't do too many things right, but every year a group goes around and puts little flags at the end of the race of the driveways in memoriam so I think that's pretty cool but anyway good episode sis love you. tell Madigan <laughs> high. Oh
1: it's funny cause my mom actually I didn't even think about this my mom was talking to me about that after listening to the episode too cause my mom worked at the school that I went to mm-hmm. and she was a lunch lady and I guess she uh, had like dropped me off at school and then a parent was like did you hear and she's like no what and so she was watching it a bit and then by the time she got into work she worked with it was a, a man and, and then another woman and they were really close like really good friends and especially her and this other man and uh she came in and she goes can we get to, like a tv in here like i feel like i just need to know what's going on and she said that she must have looked a certain way because he like was like do you do we need to call someone else in do we need extra help today? because like you don't look good and she's like i'm fine and he was like no you don't look good like she must have just been very out of sorts my mom if you guys haven't listened to earlier episodes is also a very anxious person uh, and wears her heart on her sleeve much like I do and is very emotional so he must have just picked up on something with her where he's just like are you okay and then she does remember you know I said that I remembered um, her working on her jewelry and having the tv playing and she couldn't believe that I had Such specific memories of that day Because I think she thought of me as being such a young person That didn't have those memories But she was amazed that I could recall Or felt so much about it Because I was only nine years old Well, it's interesting Because everyone
0: I talk to about this Does have very specific memories Like the fact that that Sienna can remember That she was writing me a note Or what class she was in You know, it's I think there's something about trauma That, like, embosses your memories, your mem- like it preserves yeah. your memories in yeah. a way, it, like laminates your memories and mm-hmm. like keeps them. And things might get mixed up. I know I read some things about memory and how your memory is often lying to you because Definitely. the more you tell a story over and over, the more I totally believe that they were let out of school. You know, like things like that. But yeah. there are certain things that, that stick are just like I have memories of being a kid in, like little little kid because of traumatic events that happened around the same time things yeah. that i should not be able to remember
1: but it's interesting too how sometimes trauma will make you forget things
0: right It'll Yeah, the memory is a very thing. very tricky thing your, your yeah. brain your brain does things to protect you you know yeah. and i feel like sometimes that's forgetting things sometimes that's altering your memories but sometimes yeah. that's also preserving Preserving memories like yeah. that. So um, thank you, Sienna, for writing thank in. Thank you,
1: Sienna.
0: Yeah. I, I, Again, like, send us your 9-11 stories. I'm so fascinated uh, uh, yeah. by what people were well, doing and feeling and experiencing during that time. And we so. talked
1: about, like, how life pre and post 9-11 uh, changed the world so much and kind of, like, we can all kind of co- commiserate in this tragedy yes, a little bit yes, together. And yeah. it's something of a great support to hear people of all from all different parts of the country who have experienced the same thing that we did at the right. same time. and no
0: matter what came out of it politically, you know, there was a lot of really shitty things that came out of it, not just yes. for. Us, but for more more than just us, the rest yeah. of the world. Yeah, there were a lot of really terrible consequences, and so I think sometimes people almost feel guilty about feeling bad about nine eleven because of what we then went on to do. Yeah, but no matter. But the tragedy what side, still stands. The tragedy still stands, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. Um, Three thousand people still lost their lives, and it was still a a huge, like, scary thing for. Uh, for everyone, and, and yeah. for Americans in particular. And yeah. I think it's really beautiful that people in the small town of, of Willard still go around and put put American flags on the ends of people, people's driveways. You yeah. Know, I, I think that that's beautiful. Because,
1: you know, the, the whole hashtag, the whole thing is never forget. And I think that that's something that's really important for us to uh, talk about what life was like before and what life was like after. Yeah,
0: I mean, and even more than that, just, like, putting... Putting American flags at the end of driveways is saying, like, we're a community and, yeah. like, we're strong and we're here for you. Yeah. And I think you know?
1: patriotism right now is something that is lacking in a way because I feel like not all of us are always proud to be an American because of what it represents. Right. Yeah. Um, but the fact that we can all kind of come together over something that was really horrible, but support each other through that, I think is is really great.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. So um, we've made like record time uh, for real on Anthony's this episode. Be so proud I know. Of us. I
1: think this is we're so tired. I'm so I know. I'm so a sleepy,
0: and it's like hot in here. Yeah. Um. I know. But I I still think we crammed in a lot of good stuff. We did
1: so much good stuff tonight. I Kim know. In. Oh my god, we're
0: amazing. We're so.
1: Oh my god, we should like win an award or something. That'd oh be,
0: like, so um, cool. one thing that we want to out there We is, want an award? Oh, oh my God, we want an award. No, 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 no. No, no, But one thing that I do want to throw out there before we close is um, if you live in LA, October 13th... I didn't know we were saying this yet. I was going to say it in the last episode. I thought we were, like, keeping it Well, secret. the Swallows flight already started sharing things. Okay, that's true. So we can So I feel so we like do it's what we want. I feel like it's pretty set in stone. There are some details that we obviously can't reveal to you guys yet because <laughs> we are still we have details. We are still working those things out. Um we have some meetings and things we need to do yeah, to talk adult, about adult
1: business stuff to do. Yeah, that was the so.
0: sexiest way you could have said that. <laughs> um so but if you are in the LA area and you are interested in seeing us live, we will be um Add another live show October 13th, and we will, you know, blast that all over our social media whenever we... Yeah,
1: it's going to be in the same location as last time, so if any of you went to the last one or, like, want to be sleuths and find that on Instagram, we will put more of that information up very soon. We are really excited about this. Me too. We're psyched to be working with Ariel again. Yeah. We're psyched for the other stuff that's coming up. Um, It would be great to have more and more listeners show up and represent and... Um, be a part of this whole experience because it was so much fun last time, yeah. And
0: this one will be fun too, it'll be different than the last We've one. We've already but...
1: gotten like we know what it's about now, yeah. We're not yeah, nervous, yeah. We're, we can do it, so yeah, it's gonna be great. So it's gonna be really fun. You and if guys. you want to
0: follow that stuff, definitely follow us on social media. So get us on Instagram, um, at Neighborhood Feminist. You can get us that's on that's not
1: our Instagram handle, sorry,
0: at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. <laughs> you can get us on, um, Facebook, we have both a business page and a group. So just Google or Google, fuck. Just search. (laughs) I'm just tired. Just search uh, your angry neighborhood feminist in Facebook, or you can get us on Twitter at YAMF Podcast, Y A N F Podcast. Podcast. Um, You kind
1: of harmonized. I know. Very
0: nice. Um, you can also send us an email any of your sister solidarity stories coming out stories 911 stories i'd like at least until the end of September to yeah. share
1: you know 9 11 stories i think it's or just like message us we got a really sweet message today from a listener who was just like i just want to sit and drink wine in the closet with you guys and like oh yeah that kind of stuff is you know we don't we've kind of had a lull in messages, and I gotta say, I'm not gonna get into the details of everything, but I've been having a rough-ass week and a half. Real fucking rough. And hearing that somebody, like, likes what I have to say and do was something that really meant a lot to me. And just hearing from you guys in general is something that is so special to us. I love that we have certain commenters and messengers that we recognize. We, yeah, uh, and so whenever I see that they've said something like that always makes me feel really good. So we want to hear what you have to say. So please uh, be very vocal with us. We love it. If you want something to be shared or not shared with us, let us know. Um, on the podcast, I mean. Anything else? I think that's it. Do we do the thing? Yeah. Can I go to bed now? Yes, please. Oh, God. I still have to take care of my dog. <laughs> All right, you guys. With that being said, we encourage you to, to rage on. on. Bye. Bye. And find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues.